Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raven Conversations, the show where we bring you news and information from around the Washington National Guard. I'm Jason Kreis. On today's show, we welcome back Jenica Cardenas from the Joint Services Support. She's the Resilience, Risk Reduction, and Suicide Prevention Coordinator for the state. I'm also joined by Staff Sergeant Michelle Claus, who is the State Resiliency Coordinator. We talk about the recent Master Resiliency Trainer course that Washington hosted. Out of over 50 soldiers and civilians that attended the course from around the country, more than 20 were from Washington. We chatted about what the course teaches and why these skills are important for one's own well-being, as well as for your strengthening your relationships with your family and friends. We also talked about how resiliency fits in with the Army's Holistic Health and Fitness Initiative. Towards the end of the conversation, we discussed upcoming courses that may be of interest to you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Well, um, first of all, just want to say thank you guys for coming in again. Jenica, we've had you here a couple of times maybe, yes. I think, before. Yes. <laughs> um, and you're with the JSS and you're the... Long Remind title. me again. Uh, yeah, Resilience, Risk Reduction, and Suicide Prevention Coordinator, or the R3SP. And I am also here with Staff Sergeant Michelle Claus, and she is with, can you please give me your so title? So I am the State Resiliency Coordinator and work with Jenica under the R3SP umbrella. Okay. And um, you're in uniform, so tell me where, where what you do in the, on the Army side. Sure. So in the Army side, I'm in the Washington Army Medical Detachment, and I am currently a team NCYC of one of the med teams, and that is what I do as an MDA. Cool. Um, so we're, we're here to talk about your, your guys' program. Um, so a couple weeks ago, uh, is you guys had, there, there was a, a, a Master Resilience training course that uh that you guys helped put on and um it was it was a big t- it was a big deal i mean there was there was like 50 people in the audience and there was people that flew in from across the country and helped helped with the training can you talk about what that training was and um yeah, yeah. so last year um i requested the mobile training teams to come out from wisconsin um, to boost our numbers up in MRT because we weren't looking the best. Um, and they agreed. They, they came out and they hosted um, the 10-day course. And um, we were very excited because this has been the first course that Washington has ever held for, for MRT. Um, but I'll let Michelle talk about the course since she is a facilitator of the course as well. Real quick before we go into that, like you, you did mention um, – our numbers weren't looking good. What's the what's the requirement? What kind of things are <clears throat> do we have to, to to meet as a force? You know, to to meet. Yeah. Standards? So um, the requirements for MRT, um, you're supposed to have one in each company, um, and I think the MRT program just was kind of stagnant for a while, maybe for three, four years, and wasn't get, getting the visibility it needed. Mm-hmm. So my goal um, for this year was to boost those numbers because resiliency is extremely important, not only in our military lives, but also mm-hmm. um, in our civilian lives. And that was the focus of, of the course. 
Um, I'll let Michelle go sure. into yeah. all the details because um, it's basically her program. She's done a lot of great work for me, and I appreciate her. And, yeah, I'll let her talk, yeah, yeah. talk to the program. Go ahead. Yeah, so this was a fantastic opportunity for us to start improving. Um, as Jenica said, there is the requirement of one MRT per company, but in addition, certain units have high requirements. Um, for example, recruiting retention requires 25% of their RSP cadre to be certified, um, especially to work with those you know, young soldiers as they're preparing to enter into their initial entry training. Um, RTIs and Joint Force Headquarters have some specific officer and enlisted requirements. And we went from being ranked 40, 54th in the country out of all states and territories. After this course, we are now in a four-way tie for 11th worst in the country, but it's still a, a drastic improvement. Absolutely, yeah, that um, is. And we're on our way. We're only a couple more MRT certifications uh, to actually boost us into the green, yeah. which will be the first time as far as the records that NGB is showing, their metrics, it'll be the first time that we will be a green state, which is good. Yeah, and I want to awesome. highlight that. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. we are low, um, but <clears throat> our our metrics when it comes to our state of requirements, we are definitely heading in the right direction. And um, Michelle has done like an amazing it, yeah. job yeah. at getting people um, trained up. So I just wanted to highlight sure. that. Sure. No, absolutely. That's a that's a that's a big boost. <clears throat> so what uh, what's what's the what's the training like? I mean, like, so I mean, I am also in the in the guard. Um, I I do drill as just like you. Um, and you know, we occasionally have these modules that we have to throw in throughout the year of resilience training. Um, and I've sat through a number of those. I mean, it's interesting stuff. It really is. Um, like, can you? Describe what it is. I mean, as like, like, yeah, and, and why it's important for us, like, uh, as as service members. Absolutely. I think, you know, I've been in the Guard for a long time, so I've maybe heard a couple of the skills or at mm -hmm. least a little overview of them, you know, hashtag hunt the good stuff. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think we've done a good job at bringing a good understanding to our service members and family members about what resilience is. Um, you know, you hear those catchphrases about, you know, bouncing back in the good times and being mm -hmm. able to, you know, work through hard times. But resiliency is a lot more than a set of skills. I think it's more of a, a, way, a way of thinking and a way of choosing to live. Mm. It's not just about bouncing back in the hard times, but living in a way that you can um, be your best self and enhance your connection with others to build your ability to um, meet your goals and also have some skills to be able to bounce back during hard times but it's mm -hmm. it's a lot more comprehensive than that yeah and so so you're basically this this course is training individuals to be able to facilitate that training to others so what's what's the difference between just like going through the course or i'm sorry the just go sitting through the modules and then being able to stand up there and actually deliver this material? Sure, so the students spend the first six days of the course learning the 14 skills um, and the different, the six core competencies of resilience. The last few days of the course, they actually go back and do what we call teach back. So they stand up and they instruct the, the skills to other students as if they were first time learners and answer questions so that way they could do check on learning for their mm. understanding. They also demonstrate how to go through practical, practical exercises and get feedback from course facilitators so that way when they go back to their units, they can independently teach and facilitate those skills. Nice. 
what are some of the skills that you guys that you guys uh, learn in this in this course? Well, of course, there's, you know, hunting the good stuff, which is yeah. always a great one. That's about noticing the good things and being able to counteract the negativity bias that we all run into every day. But some of the lesser known ones that I think are amazing are like active constructive responding and effective praise. Um, essentially, those skills help build connection with those nearest you. So hmm. active constructive responding is understanding how to share good news with other people. So maybe at the end of the day, instead of asking, you know, how did your day go, being able to say what was good about your day and helping them elaborate that experience and build up the optimism and connection in relationships. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Effective praise allows us to, instead of just giving constructive criticism, to be able to name strategy and behavior that helps somebody become successful and accomplish a task effectively and recreate that task and generate winning streaks. Mm. Cool. Um, Let's, can you can you go into in, into some other ones like um, sure what are we have there's I mean there's a, I know there's a, you said there was like fourteen <laughs> yeah there's yeah, fourteen okay. skills so some of the other ones we talk about assertive communication so learning how to structure structure and have effective uh, communication over difficult topics um, mm. with that that skill alone encompasses a bunch of other ones so we talk about. Oh. Probably the foundational skill of MRT is what we call um, ATC, activating events, thoughts, and consequences, which is really about noticing the way that we choose to think, understanding that our thoughts drive our emotions and reactions, and that thought, our thoughts are something we have control over. As a whole, having that foundational skill helps us to um, avoid other things like avoiding thinking traps, falling into patterns of thinking that are, are rigid and counterproductive to um, to living your better life. Mm. We also talk about detecting icebergs, so understanding how your own personal values and beliefs can affect the way that you interpret events and um, that ways that you might react to others. So understanding them, determining if you need to be a little less rigid or um, also understand that other people might have a hard time hearing things from you because of their own values and beliefs. Mm. Wow, very comprehensive. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It um it's a great course. Whether you want to teach it or you just want to go through the course, you know, to gain more skills for yourself. Um we are here to support that. Um we do we are funded mm -hmm. by NGB. Um yes, we do have requirements, but I don't think we've said no yet to anybody that um wanted to attend MRT. Um we have great leadership support, um, Command Sergeant Major mm -hmm. Honeycutt and Command Sergeant Major Ecclestone are huge supporters of this program. And um, oftentimes they come to our courses and they tell their story. Yeah, they, they say that they use these skills all the time. So, yeah. So that's that's good to know. I so mean, they're, they're vulnerable. Yeah. Um, they just want to show that, you know, we are human, mm -hmm. right? At the end of the day, we're all human. And yes, um, some of us may wear the uniform, but that doesn't make us less human. Right. Yeah. And I think we have to have that reminder. Yeah, sometimes, exactly. You know? We're not just robots. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so we're hoping that, you know, these skills will help you um, yeah. in your unit. And, and so why is this important? stuff like why why um did, was there was there a do you, do you think that the, the army as a whole or whatever looked down and saw a need for this or do you think it was just more of a this might be a good idea i mean you know like like there's there's you know we have 
just like any population, you know, we have our own issues, right? Whether it comes to harmful thoughts, you know, like this is, this is something that helps us work through that, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, what, what's, what's yeah. the... So I think, um, you know, the, the foundation between, behind the master resiliency training has, it goes back to the 1980s and understanding and researching what we call positive psychology. In the late 2000s, the Army began to pilot the program that we now know as the MRTC, the Master Resiliency Trainer Course. And um, what they did is evaluate the overall wellness of soldiers that was, um, you know, received through physical health assessments that are the periodic health assessments, various surveys, um, statistics on retention, uh, suicide um, ideations, and mm -hmm. actual suicides, et cetera, et cetera. And they adopted the MRT program back in 2008 with a revamp in 2013 where they actually increased the, the requirements so that they were able to start seeing that it was effective and helping soldiers. But I think it's a lot more than just helping soldiers. As you know, Jenica said, and, and you mentioned as well, we're not just soldiers, we're also humans. I know from my own personal experience that um, I really wish that I had taken this course 10 years ago. I'm 18 years in and I, I just went to the course a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this could have helped Specialist Clause a lot. Um, but it has made a huge impact in my own personal life, in my professional life, in my marriage, and you know, in my community, in my church. Mm -hmm. And I love to see that impact. You see the energy when um, soldiers and civilians graduate from this course. This one we just had, 46 soldiers from across the country graduated. 21 were soldiers and civilians from the state of Washington. And to see the excitement, uh, even to hear their stories the second week of the course saying like, hey, I went home this weekend and mm -hmm. I did this with my spouse and like, oh, it actually works. <laughs> I didn't believe you, but it works. Yeah. It's just amazing to see that. And just wanting to share that with our soldiers and tell them to you know, take it back home, take it to your family, take it to your community, take it to your friendships. Mm -hmm. um, because there's nothing that you learn in that course that's gonna be harmful unless you use it really incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> What kinds of other programs do you guys offer under the uh, resilience, risk reduction, and suicide prevention umbrella? Yeah, well, so there's a ton of them. Um, you know, the MRT course is a long course. It's, it's 10 days, and there are some rank requirements for it. So not everybody has that amount of time. Another great option that we have is what we call a resilience trainer assistant, which is open also to the same ranks as MRTs, but we can also let lower enlisted attend that. It's a three-day course, you learn all the skills, and the idea is you actually learn how to help an MRT teach those courses with the units. So you mm. can help with demonstrations, practical exercises, but it's also a great tool to give to those young soldiers. Like I said, Specialist Claus would have gone to RTA <laughs> course if she knew about it. Mm -hmm. And we're actually hosting one coming up 12 to 14 July here at Camp Murray. Um, we have several people registered already, definitely willing to take more. Um, in addition, another thing that we do is MRT refresher courses. That's also a three-day course because you find that if you don't use these skills all the time or teach them all the time, you might start getting a little bit rusty. Um, so we mm -hmm. have several people that went to MRT back in 2011, 12, 13 here in Washington, uh, or, sorry, soldiers in Washington that went back in 2011, 12, and 13. So we offer these refresher courses um, to not only refresh the 14 skills and make sure that we still have a good understanding, update any new information that's put out. Uh, but more importantly, talk about implementation. 
I hear a lot from other MRTs that they have a hard time getting things on the training schedule. And so one of the things I want to share is you don't need a classroom in two hours to teach these skills. A lot of them, you can do it sitting out at a range. You can um, you know, do it and you're waiting at a mount site. Uh, there's a ton of different ways to implement it based on a unit training schedule. So allowing these MRTs to come in, bring their training schedule and say like, hey, <laughs> let's think of some innovative ways for you to operationalize these skills mm -hmm. in your unit in a way that is practical and applicable to them. Nice. So we're hosting one of those in <clears throat> August, uh, the 9th to the 11th here at Camp Marie. Okay. Um, yeah. You mentioned rank requirements. What, what, what are they, just for in case somebody who's listening doesn't know what those are? Sure. So to go to the actual MRT Level 1 10-day course, um, it's E6 to E8, although we can send E5s if they have an exception to policy uh, memo signed by their commander. And then you can O1 to O4 and Warrant Officer 1 to Warrant Officer 3 are the rank requirements to be able to become MRT okay. Level 1s. Um, now, for those higher-ranking individuals that E9, those O5s and above, and the CW4s, um, they can do, go to what we call the Executive Performance Resilient Course. Um, that, the idea behind that course is to generally give them to either state leadership or battalion or MSC commands for sergeant commanders um, are also invited to those. They're in either four, eight, or 16-hour blocks, and they do an overview of all the skills, but more importantly, talk about from a leadership perspective, how can they bring, um, how can they bring resilience into their sphere of influence? Okay, excellent. So we also have another course um, that we teach called the Writing Resilient. So Command Sergeant Major Ecclestone sat down with me last year, and he's like, I want to kind of revamp the peer-to-peer -peer that we have um and so my team brainstormed and you know came up with a plan and, and of course um we have the state chaplain that um instructs part of the course we have the air dph um we have michelle um Aaron McMichael, our suicide prevention coordinator. We have AJ Foster and Mary Leonard, who are risk reduction coordinators. Um, we sometimes have um, Command Sergeant Major Dana Drakel, um, <laughs> if she's not busy. Um, she's kind of our um, senior listed um, resiliency um, person in our state. So she's been in the business for a very long time and she's a huge supporter. Um, and this year we just partnered with the Red Cross um, with their resiliency team. Um, some of the um, courses are emotional grit, um, moral injury, um, some of the MRT skills, um, effective communication. Yes, yeah, so that, was, that was a question I just had. Um, you guys familiar with some of the, the programs and outside of the military that, that offer something similar to this? So you said you mentioned the Red Cross yeah. does stuff like that. I yep. didn't I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it was it was a, a great uh, meeting with the Red Cross. They have so many resources. Um, they can come out virtually. They can come out in person. Um, so yeah, we definitely are trying to incorporate more community um, nice. resources because as we know that's like our life right we're right. Yeah, civilians yeah. <laughs> um, in the community so um, yeah just bringing everybody in um, you know to kind of help everybody out 
Yeah, and I think another thing that um, we were able to make some connections over at the R2 Center on JVLM, which outstanding resources for um, leaders in our state to look at for their soldiers. They have performance coaches there that can do everything from meet you at the range and walk you through visualization or uh, deliberate breathing. They currently do coaching for the, the Rangers and Special Forces over at JBLM and have been found to be very useful. They have team building exercises, they'll do goal setting, um, coaching, mentoring, uh, building trust within your unit. They have a new course this year as well that's called GRIT that is a lot about the building the trust um, after difficult events in the unit. So whether that's a deployment or you mm -hmm. know suicide or catastrophic accident. Mm -hmm. um, great, great resource, really underutilized, but they're um, very willing to support our state as well. Nice. Yeah, so anything? So Anything else that we we do we do on? offer um, suicide prevention courses as well. So Michelle is also trained in assist <laughs> and ASSI. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have lots of those coming up. Um, they'll be posted, you know, via social media. We just finalized all of our um, plans for next year, so we're excited. Um, to bring people in. Um, yeah, our program pays for everything, so all expenses paid um, if if you need that. So your unit doesn't have to worry about spending their training money. Um, we got, okay. we got you covered. Yeah, so uh, what are your where where can people find you guys? your social medias? So we do fall under the JSS social media platform. And then we also share it with you mm -hmm. guys. So um, that's where we you can find okay. us under the JSS so Facebook, Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no other ones. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there is there anything that we haven't touched on that you guys want to want to throw out? Not that I can think of right now. Sure. <laughs> No worries, but thank you guys for coming in. This is a pretty cool chat. I like uh, I like what you guys do. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yes. We appreciate it. Very much. Thank you. All right.